Hi, this is the Look What I Made podcast. My name is Kevin Pike, and my website is kpikemusic.com. And the piece I'm going to play for you this time and, uh, and talk about how I created it is called The Sound of Things. Now, I released an album by the same name in uh, December 2015. And um, the way the piece, the way the album worked was that I created 12 tracks of music that combine sounds from the natural world with instruments. So basically, I, I wanted to take... Um, just uh, field recordings that I had made and incorporated them into a musical setting. So I did that. It took me about three years to create 12 tracks that were like that. The The style is um, probably would be considered um, contemporary classical or third stream for, for those 12 tracks that I created. Um, but, um, but then the idea that I had was that after I create those 12 tracks, I wanted to use that as source material for a four-movement suite uh, that, that was kind of in a symphonic format. So, um, so basically, I, I worked on um, the entire album, mixed down all 12 tracks, and then when I was done with those mixes, I, I imported them into my digital studio workstation, which has 24 tracks. Um, so basically, I put um, all 12 into uh, two tracks each. You get a, get a left and a right channel. So, um, you know, track one and two had the left and right channel for the very first piece on the album. And then when I had that, it gave me a chance to kind of revisit my material. And, and my, um, the, the concept behind this was that I, I could use any piece, any part of the uh, music um, from, the, from the 12 pieces that I had created. Um, I, couldn't, I couldn't like pull it out. You know, it had to be the actual final version of it. So I couldn't just pull out individual tracks from the songs that I created. It had to be exactly as how it been, had been mixed down but it could be any snippet. So um, the way I visualize that in my mind is, is almost like having a 12-piece orchestra where each instrumentalist can play anything from the track that they played, any kind of sound combination, any, anything from that, um, that song that they represent. So what I did is I created um, four movements, and um, I grabbed you know at least one part from all 12 tracks, um, not for each movement, but for the entire piece, and I and I used multiple sections from the original four tracks, or from the original twelve tracks, into these four piece, this four piece suite. So the the first movement is called Allegro Manontropo, and um, it's kind of a joke. I I gave these uh, these names, uh, the name, names of each movement uh, related to um, you know famous movements from different classical pieces, um, you know based on the tempo. So, um, and, and this one, what I, I used primarily the uh, first track on the album, which is 21st Century Ambition. And, and that track is, was about um, factories and, um, and how, uh, you know, technology plays such a huge role in the 21st century. Uh, and we're creating, you know, we've got these factories that are cranking out millions of iPhones and everybody's using them and, you know, that sort of thing. So I used that first track and I combined it with a track I called Click, which... Um, incorporated um, uh, the sound of my wedding ring clicking on a popcorn tin and which I then combined with a saxophone trio and a um, uh, typewriter so I know that sounds kind of strange uh, you, you can listen to one of my um, earlier look what I made podcasts that explains how I made that tune um, 
if you go to kpipemusic.com slash podcast, you can listen to episode 72 to find more about that. But um, for, for this one, I combined the two. And what was great is that I had um, sections in the click song where it was, it was just uh, me playing percussion. So basically um, playing on this tin. And that, that added a nice little layer to all the stuff that was going on in 21st Century Ambition, which included saxophone and mandolin and factory sounds that I had recorded in an actual factory. Um, and then the second movement, you know, in a traditional four-movement symphony, usually the second movement is, is the slower movement, kind of like a ballad. And so I wanted to keep in that, that uh, tradition. And so I created one uh, primarily using the song Lullabied, which um, was a, it's a real quick one-minute song that on... Um, that uh, was was based on uh, kind of a, a melody that I would sing to my son Eddie when he was a baby. That this melody just kind of popped in my head, and I would sing it to him. And on that particular track, I had um, I wanted to have some connection between since it was a lullaby um, between like um, my dad and and me and my son. So I have my dad playing baritone on it. I have me playing Barry sax on it. I have, then I have Eddie playing harmonica on it. And I also got um, my daughter Reese to play clarinet and my wife Ellen to play flute on it. So it's a, it's a whole family affair on that track. The track's only about a minute long. So what I did is I, um, I took the track and I expanded it where I, I put it on, um, you know, I copied sections um, over top of each other um, and then to, to just just to make it sound like a larger group as opposed to just four instruments or five or whatever you have at, at, at one given time. So I, I expanded that uh, particular track and added in a Transformation Nocturne, which was a track that I created um, basically kind of about artificial intelligence and uh, what it means and, and, and also um, about machines that create um, the same thing all the time. Um, that particular track had saxophone and an industrial shrink wrap machine uh, combined together. So I used those two movements in the second movement, at, which are, are both slower pieces, as kind of the foundation for this movement. And I, of course, have to mix everything and, and extend it so that it has this nice um, arc to it, like you would normally have in the second movement of a symphony. And then the third movement uh, in a symphony is usually pretty different from the, the first and the second and for my third movement here, I've I've mixed uh, Spanish and and uh, Italian. Um, I, I'm calling it um, Architato un poco loco. And um, the, the the you know it's a joke, obviously, but the the deal on this third movement is that it's supposed to represent um, when there's something that uh, you can't get out of your head, something negative, and uh, it just keeps coming back, and you keep focusing on it, fixating on it. Um, then you start thinking about something else and you keep coming back to it. And I, I wanted to uh, create that in a musical context. And uh, it worked out great that I had uh, one track on this album um, I recorded when I was walking my dog. Um, it's called A Walk in the Nonlinear Matrix. So I have a lot of dog barking sounds. And then another track, The Cat's Meow, is one that I recorded um, where I, I recorded my cats and um, and then took the pitches of what they were meowing and, and matched it with uh, um, kind of an ostinato pattern. So by combining the two, it sounds pretty crazy to have a bunch of cats meowing and dogs barking. And I use that um, it, to uh, represent the, those crazy thoughts that you keep going back to um, when there's something really bothering you. 
So, so that's what the third movement is about. It's very different from the first and the second. And then the final movement um, is, is called uh, Vivace Combrio. And this one is uh, primarily based around Hear Me Out, the last track on the album before you get into this uh, four-movement suite. Um, and, and for that, I had a, a groove going. Uh, and so I have that, that groove continually um, going underneath, and then I start layering a lot of tracks over it. And what's really interesting, to, um, f- at least for me, uh, was to hear how when I, I played some of the solo saxophone pieces that I had done, or that had a lot of saxophone improvisation, when he layered, layered it over this track, it almost sounded like I was improvising to the beat and, and trying to play something that was kind of free-flowing but uh, but still fit into um, the, the uh, tempo of this piece, which is not the case at all, because these other tracks that I did were at different tempos and and they weren't, uh, they don't match up really. So um, that was something that I learned from creating this album is that when you when your ear hears a piece, you automatically start to uh, quantify what you're hearing in context with the background. So in other words, if, if you have two separate parts that don't really match up, your ear will start to, uh, I, th- I think, or at least when I say your ear, I mean the way you hear it and the way your brain interprets it is you'll hear things lining up with how the beat is going and you'll you'll interpret that that the playing is is you know fits in a certain way with that and um, so some of these saxophone improvisations sound like I, I did them specifically for this piece and um, when in reality they weren't so so I find that kind of fascinating and then I, I really incorporated a lot of different uh, of the original 12 tracks over this section and it was uh it was fun to to see what would work and and how i could fit it together you know copy and paste parts to to make it work so uh once i had done all um added everything together then i had to mix it down and and you know part of the the rules for what i was doing here was that i could i could make um a certain track louder than another so i, I wasn't limited to what the original volume was but uh, like i mentioned earlier i could not take um uh, individual tracks out of those songs. It had to be the finalized, uh, mixed and uh, down uh, version of the track, and I could just take a snippet of that and put it wherever I wanted to. So, so that that created this uh, four movement symphonic um, piece called "The Sound of Things," and it's available on my album "The Sound of Things," which is which you can get on uh, Amazon. Um, it's on CD Baby. It's on iTunes. You can find it on Spotify. And you can find it at my website, kpikemusic.com. Um, the the page for my podcast is kpikemusic.com slash podcast. If you want to contact me, you can send me an email at kevin at kpikemusic.com. Here is The Sound of Things.
Thanks for checking out my Look What I Made podcast. You can listen to more of my music at my website, kpikemusic.com. That's K-P-I-K-E-M-U-S-I-C.com. Or do a search for Kevin Pike Music, and you'll find my music on YouTube, Amazon, Spotify, iTunes, CD Baby, and of course, kpikemusic.com. <laughs>